Hey world, it's your host Marshall. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Run On Thoughts. Here we talk about everything and nothing because we are not afraid to be all of ourselves even as we evolve. And that's my thought for my fellow thought thinkers as we unpack our traumas, past hurts, and other BS. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. Thought thinkers, I have been thinking, my mind is running amok, the universe is sending signs all over the place, and I am so excited to be here with you guys today. Before we get started, I want to stand in a place of gratitude and say thank you to all of those who are joining us for the very first time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And to all of you who have been here for the entire journey, I want to send a special thank you to you because as I learn the ropes, as I find my voice, I hope that you too are finding your voice as well. As well, find your voice. But while you are finding your voice, I would like to invite you to become a subscriber. You can subscribe at think at runonthoughts.com. You can go to runonthoughts.com to listen to the podcast from there, or you can go on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and even iHeartRadio. With all of the business and my gratitude out of the way, let's get started. Ted. Season 7, episode 5 is going to be exciting. We are going to be talking about family or foe. Today's episode was inspired by a myriad of different conversations and a myriad of different things that I have been seeing on Facebook. First, I saw Tabitha Brown who was giving, uh, was sharing with the world about family versus relatives. And I want to talk about that. It was also inspired by an artist that I follow on social media named Aaliyah. I think her last name is Sheffield. And one of her songs is, what's the name of the song? Somebody, what's, dang, I gotta go look this up, guys. Hold on, I'll be right back. I found it, guys. I am back. Her name is Aaliyah Sheffield. She has an album, an EP entitled These Songs Are For Anyone Sick of Earth. And this track I am talking about is called Some of Your People. And in the first line, she says you should probably keep your dreams to yourself because everybody don't wish that you are blessed. And I said, oh my God, I have been listening to this song on repeat. And between that, Tabitha Brown, and the many conversations that I have with friends, family, foe about this subject, I thought that this would make an excellent episode. Because how many of you raise your hand have been raised in environments that have been traumatic, unhealthy, and yet the adults in those families, the elders keep telling you to work it out with people who mean you no damn good. It's tiring. It's unhealthy. It's toxic. 
It's disgusting. It's a form of abuse. Abuse. It's a form of re-victimization. You constantly have to be re-victimized. Let's talk about one of the most prevalent ones, right? You, you exist in a family. Because what is a family? A family is a group, right? A group related by blood or marriage. And we can add in adoption. But a relative is a person. And I think that that's what Tabitha Brown was trying to say when she was talking about family or relative. Them people who don't mean you no damn good as described in some of your people in Aaliyah's song. Those people are relatives. And there ain't a damn thing you can do about someone being related to you. But I am telling you that what you can do you can decide who is your family. Nobody can't tell you who to make your family. Relative, we are relatives by blood, your aunt, my aunt, we're cousins, all of that good stuff. But this decision to remain in toxic environments simply because the world tells you to or your elders tell you to and I get why right it's trauma it's generational trauma that has no idea of what to do with you so it needs it keeps spinning the same cycle right because that is the definition of crazy you keep doing the same thing but I get it especially from marginalized groups but the truth of the matter is that I see this in every group known to mankind your sister wronged you or your family member wronged you. I'm, let's talk real light at first. We can work up to the heavy shit. And your mother will tell you, oh, forgive her. Or, oh, you know she's always going through something. Or, oh, you know that she's the younger sister. Or, oh, you're the older sister. You got to be responsible. Or, oh, 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 oh. They are playing on the fact that you are the good one. But they don't know what it does to you on the inside when because you are the good one or the one that they can manipulate, they call on you to always stand in the position of perceived righteousness. Because why do you always have to be willing to be the one to be a fucking doormat? While the perceived bad one never gets checked because usually they don't even listen. So they don't listen. They never get checked. And because everybody wants to continue to brush everything under the damn rug, you have to be the better person. And here lies your inner wounds, right? On the outside, you're the good person, but on the inside, you are being fucked over because everybody needs you to be glue. Because if the good person is unwilling to be gaslighted and manipulated and used and abused into silence, then the family structure breaks up. So they need you. Instead of holding the people in the family who do the bad things accountable, 
because they're harder to work with, right? Those people are harder to work with because they do what the fuck they want to do. But not you. Not good old Miss Mary. Not good old sweet Lisa. You do as you told, but you're constantly being re-victimized. And then you wonder why you go out into the world and you snap on people who've done nothing to you. Or you find it hard to be in relationships or you put up with crap that you shouldn't be putting up with constantly. You're constantly in the world putting up with crap because you have run the crap marathon. You have been trained to put up with crap. Every This is why so many bad things happen during the holidays. I love the holidays. When it comes to the burrs, October, November, and December, those are my favorite holidays. They bring out the best in me. But they also bring out the best in me because I have chosen who my family is. I get a choice. And I'm telling you that you get a choice to decide who your family is. But it is in that choice that I have made that I get to decide who comes into my home, who comes into my heart, who comes into my soul. If your soul and your life don't mesh with mine, don't come. Because you ain't invited. Simple as that. I am unwilling to be a doormat. I am unwilling to lay down and let people walk all over me for the sake of the group. And I get it. Family should stick together. Family should stick together. But just like anything, if there are members of the group who are disruptive to the collective success and love and peace of the group, they got to go. They got to go. I was going to yell it, but the truth is they got to go. They got to go. And I don't know the psychology of why the elders don't want them to go. I don't know why we hold wrong to our heart. I don't know why. Maybe they know. I mean, I do understand that we none of us are perfect. We all sin. We all fall short. But there are some things that have to be unforgivable. And, and you know what? And that is my truth. I know that that is not everybody's truth as it relates to forgiveness. But even if you forgive, there should be some things that even, like I said, you are willing to forgive it or oversee it. That doesn't mean that you get to be here in my space. Why would you get to be in my space? If your behavior is not like that, that lends itself to the collective success of the group. You're a burden. The misfits of the family are a burden, but yet the elders have made you the burden. Ain't that some shit? They know that they can't get through to those people, so they want to get through to you. 
mm, 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 mm. I'm typing on my phone the quote, blood is thicker than water. And the reason why I'm typing this is because we all have been raised with this. And for me, it's a type of manipulation because blood is thicker than water. But the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. That's the quote. And I'm sure it even extends even deeper than that. The blood of the covenant, covenant, covering, right? In order for us to be family, there must be rules of engagement. We must agree on certain terms. And the terms to sweep things under the rug can no longer be the foundation because now we all come from families with a shaky foundation and they're all falling apart. This generation, as generations before should have been, we are all dealing with mental health because we are all doing what I am so proud of. We are all unpacking. We are all unlearning. We are all deciding that we no longer want to be put in positions just to be a part of. People, yes, want love and family, but they want peace. And you cannot have peace if you are continually willing to lie and to gaslight and to manipulate and to get people to accept things. Oh my God, while I'm saying this, the biggest one of all, nah, I don't know if it's the biggest one of all, but your mother. I understand that children should respect their parents. And I'm not going to scream Bible verses at you because for everything the Bible says, it gives you the, uh, the, antithesis the other side of it the bible for me represents the yin and yang of everything right and usually it'd be in the very next paragraph that people somehow seem to forget overlook or want to confuse but i don't want you to exist in a state of confusion right i can love a parent for the fact that i exist i exist and I cannot have existed being this Marshall if I did not have that man as my father and that woman as my mother. But yet they are human and I can forgive human injustices, right? But there comes a time in a person's life where when those people are not willing to change, seek forgiveness and be apologetic and apologetic for me is not I'm sorry. Apologetic for me is change behavior. If you are not willing to change your motherfucking behavior, then you cannot be in my life. Mother, son, friend, anybody, right? And that doesn't mean for me that you get to disrespect your parent. I think the thing that people misquote about my willingness to not forgive people is that they don't understand that in my not forgiving you, I don't seek vengeance against you I'm indifferent right if I love you I love you if I don't love you I don't love you but then there's this middle word of indifference I don't wish nothing bad for you but I don't wish nothing good for you either because I don't forgive you means that I recognize that you did what you did 
and you have done nothing to change. And I believe that you need to be held accountable. Now, I'm not willing to hold you accountable because I don't have that power. And it's the trying to hold you accountable to me that I believe holds a person back. I don't want to hold you accountable, right? I believe in karma. I believe that the universe, I believe that I have favor. So I believe that you will receive justice in some way, shape, or form. Even if that justice is internal with your internal struggles and your internal dialogue, whatever it may be. I don't got to wish nothing on you because I'm out here being blessed. But I don't believe that I have to forgive you. And I don't believe that I have to share space and energy with people who bring me down. With people who I walk into the room and their energy full drains me. With people who are constantly telling me to overlook, unsee, undo misgivings that have been done to me. And we definitely are not going to move on without talking about the elephant in the room literally sitting on the sofa, i.e. the pedophile. The number of families who exist with a full known pedophile or rapist or sexual predator of any kind and the entire family, even your grandma, grandma tells you to act like it didn't happen or he's changed or he'll sit over there or it's Christmas or we are family. Where was that attitude when the victim was being victimized? Why is the predator never held to the same standard as the person who is being victimized? That has got to be some type of sick act of betrayal but where did they learn this from i'm gonna do research because this got it, it's not patriarchy is it it gotta what is it what is the toxic trait that wants you to forgive transgressions that change the state of a person's soul your granddaughter says that she has been raped by her uncle and then she is punished. You know why she's punished? Because they want everything to be wrong with the very idea of being a woman, a girl child. Like you could have done something. The onus must be on the, the girl no matter what. Hence why they start telling you to cover up. We're responsible for saving ourselves. We're responsible if we are objectified. We are responsible no matter what. It's as if the world has convinced the world that men should not be held to any standard. Now, don't get me wrong, because I do believe that families have women predators but because women are supposed to be meek they go under the radar but i see you bitches too excuse my french but i see you evil women who who are sexualizing men and those very same men grow up to lust after women and to see women only in a sexual way but yet they hate women you can be a straight man who hates women. That's another topic for another day. But back to the idea that someone took your joy, took your soul, took 
your energy. And yet they are being asked and told to forgive that it didn't happen. And you know it happened because you've been secretly told by another grandchild that it happened. Out in the world. And I get it. It's like this sick thing where we want to protect our loved ones from the outside world, right? Churches and cults and all kinds of things do this, right? Like you want to protect all of your people from the outside judgment and from the outside judging your entire family. But in order to do that, you are asking the family to keep our business inside, to keep the sins inside, to suffer. And then we all walk out into the world with these at first hidden wounds. We all have traumas. We all have all of these things. We all become like it. Ugh. I just don't understand. And, and like we turn into haters. Like everybody don't mean you know well. And everybody's energy is not just like abusive in that way where they're like murderers or pedophiles or anything like that. Some of it is simple, right? Some of it is I made it out. I made it against all odds and yet members of the family are upset that I made it out and so they spew their hate and then I walk into Christmas and that energy is on me as well. Remember the movie Soul Food? The sister is successful, an attorney, and yes, she has to solve all the family's problems, but yet she can't really enjoy her success, and yet they mad at her for being successful and not wanting to remain like all of them. As we grow and develop, we change. We level up. And I don't believe that money necessarily levels us up, but these accomplishments do. They bring you access to a greater world. But everybody don't mean you no good like Aaliyah Sheffield's. I mean, y'all got to go listen to this entire album. I went there for the song Earth is Ghetto. And she kind of sings like the 1940s singers or it's like a, a, it's very jazzy. But when she got to some of your people, I mean, I thought it was a smooth, jazzy sermon. Some of your people are evil. And maybe that's the thing that so many of our elders and family members don't understand is that some people are not just out there misunderstood or gone. We all gone through something. Part of the human consciousness is to go through something. Right? Shit happens to all of us all of the time. Joy is a decision that we make. Ain't that some shit? Shit just comes on in and sits on your lap and sits in your life. And then you got to go deconstruct it. But joy, you got to decide joy. You got to go make room for happy, which is why it is so important not to be going and existing and living in spaces that drain your energy, that make you feel like you are the problem. So many people are in therapy just because of the people who should be in therapy. And that alone for me is reason to say, well, why the fuck are you in therapy? Remember when I said back in the episode that my daddy got problems? I don't got daddy issues. My daddy got issues. That's true for a lot of things. 
With this type of gaslighting that happens to so many victims, making you feel re-victimized all the time, what happens is that you begin to carry baggage that does not belong to you. And so when you are seeking help or trying to unpack, the truth is you are trying to unpack other people's shit. But you can't unpack other people's shit. That's they shit. Give it back. You get to decide what type of family you want. It can be made up of friends, cousins, strangers, whatever you decide. You get to have, you are worthy of a group of people who loves you as you are and accepts you as you are for the light that you bring. And all those who don't bring light, y'all dark asses should have to exist together. You shouldn't be in the part of the collective joy. Get the fuck out of here. That is one of the things for healing that has to happen, right? Going to therapy to learn how to exist in shit stinks. And I am telling you that if you go to grandma's house for Thanksgiving because you love grandma, but grandma doesn't respect your wishes or respect that you have been abused in this environment and still wants to invite the predator. What your brain really doesn't want to think about is what type of love is it, right? Anytime you choose yourself, it comes with questions it comes with pain and it comes with a new sense of unpacking because all the while, while you are mad at the predator, now you recognize that there are other people who have enabled this type of behavior and how do you feel about them? Life is not always good, but we can make different choices. We don't have to do things the way they were done in the past. And guess what? People don't have to like it. People don't have to like it. I can almost guarantee you that if everybody likes what you are doing, you ain't living. If you are in a constant state of trying to make everyone happy, I can tell you that you ain't happy. One, because you're not living for you. You don't know yourself and you are afraid that you will piss people off and they not want to be with you. So, how do you know who really loves you if you don't enter the room as you? And when I enter the room as me and I feel negative energy, I have no problem saying I am out of here. You got choices, people. Are they family or are they foe? And if they foe, they got to go. I'm tired of talking to you people. Bye.